0: What would you do if everyone said they heard your trailer a hundred times? You'd probably make a new one. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, The Ringer's first ever true crime pod. We've been hunting a con man for a few weeks now, and our hunt is coming to an end. Schemes, heartbreak, how to put on a wire. We've covered all this and more, but there are still a few surprises left. Binge The Wedding Scammer wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. Visit Amazon.com/slash Pure Leaf and enter TWENTY Pure Leaf for twenty percent off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea.
0: All right. Welcome back to the Podest Book. We've been having some pre show fun with uh, one of my dear, dear friends from Survivor. Met him on the challenge United States of America, Danny McCray. Danny, what's up, dude?
1: What's up, man? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. How are you? I feel like I just saw you.
0: You did, but not for very long. We could have spent more time together, and I didn't get to meet your family yet. So, have to make another trip.
1: Yeah, man. You, you were too busy. You're too much of a
0: superstar to stop by my house. I, I understand. It wasn't that. I was on the clock. Yeah, on the clock. Yeah. I was. I was I was out. I was in Dallas working. hmm Okay. Yeah. You uh-huh. are working. Okay. What we does did, this mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, did a lot of working at So Social.
0: <laughs> I was representing one of my brands at mm-hmm. PPA, which is Professional Pickleball Association Nationals and i had to go in for a speaking engagement and i purposely put my flight early so i could have some time with danny before we i had to work so i was off the clock when i had lunch with danny uh, okay there we but go but i went to his place of employment
1: yes and, and listen everybody at the place of employment which is the cowboys they loved it they loved it. We have some super Survivor fans in there. Tyson came in there and did his, his usual Tyson thing that makes everybody laugh and all that stuff. And <laughs> They took photos, you know, so they had a special moment. So I am grateful, grateful to Tyson for coming through the workplace.
0: Good, good. I'm glad. I, uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, Danny showed me around the star, gave me the insider tour, the, all the dirty behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff that the fans don't get to see. Yeah,
1: like the <laughs> podcast studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, out in the, I just took you out in the back rooms and all that stuff. You know, the ones yeah. that, that, the fingerprint to get in. Yeah, my fingerprint worked and I took Tyson to the back. I showed him all how everything, the NFL script. I showed him yeah. all that stuff. And then, you know, so now he's a, he's a true Cowboys fan.
0: It, I always was America's team, right? Yeah, yeah. You like him, but now you're a true fan. I'm like a true just, fan. Yeah, you're a true fan yeah. now. You, I'm a true you've been fan. behind the curtain. That's right. But now I'm loud and proud. Out in the open. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Cowboys Nation. What do we say? Mm
1: -hmm. The American team, Cowboys Nation, whatever it is. Okay. Both of of those work.
0: Good. I'm glad. Uh, We still have Riley here. I know he dipped out that that episode when he went to Sweden, but he's here today. Mm -hmm. You you never know. You know, After that happened to us, we were just like, is Riley going to be here? I don't know. All right.
3: All right. You moved the recording time up 30 minutes at the last second today, and I I got out of meeting early
0: or be here. I will never
1: talk yeah, about Sweden I think, again. I think we're even you now. We're, we're set. No, no, Tyson, you could, you, you could talk about Sweden. That was my fault, Riley. So I can't even, you know, I will never talk about Sweden.
0: I will never mention Sweden. No,
3: man. Don't let him wriggle his way out of this. I'm trying. Yes.
0: It's done. The joke is, Danny, that I disappeared for an entire season of coverage when I was on the Challenge United States of America. But Riley missed one episode uh, because he had, uh, conflicting work for the same company yeah. in mm. Sweden. So he couldn't be here because the job dictated that he'd be somewhere else. But I will not let it die.
1: The double standard is real.
0: It is real. Following A Dead Horse to Water, episode eight, season 45, they have been hyping this episode up. The return of the auction. Everyone was so excited all week. That's all the buzz. They're doing pre-screenings for fans in New York City with Jeff Probst, which leads me to believe, Danny, that the best innovations that Survivor can now do and the ones that are going to get the most hype are just bringing back old stuff. Well, think about it.
1: I mean, like Tyson, when I went on Survivor, like things that I had dreamed of doing or or I was like, I'm going to be doing this when I go on the show, like the auction was one of them. Right. And then yeah. you get on there and, and it's no longer there. But that's something that you've been watching for so long. And when you apply to go on, you say, that's what I want to do. And then it's not there. Right. And then that's also for the fans who watch. They don't get to see it because there are some enjoyable moments when you watch uh, when the auction comes on. So I
0: love this auction, like watching this auction is <laughs> yeah. so fun.
1: Right. But but I I take it I, I kind of compare it to like uh, the Jordan shoes. Right. Uh, they're, the, the best Jordan shoes that can come out now are the ones that were coming out in 1990 all the way up until the retros are now not coming out again. So it's it's the same thing with with, with most, most shows and, and most yeah. items.
0: So I want to talk about that a little bit. What else can Survivor do that w- would really rally the fan base like this? Like everyone was stoked on the auction. They could have executed it wrong. Like I saw like grumblings like. They have to make sure that they do it right or it's going to like they definitely did it right. I think they did it right here. But what other things could they could they do? Because I have a big one in my head.
1: I, I don't want to sound crazy with this one, but I did. I used to like I like the themes uh, when it mm-hmm. was bra versus beauty versus like I, I enjoyed that. And then, you know, probably can't do it today, but like how you kind of categorize certain people on certain tribes, and then those people kind of, whatever, they they fought or, the, or they meshed or whatever they wanted to do just based off how they were picked to come on the show and what they did in their normal lives.
0: What about super fans versus super fans versus super fans?
3: Mm,
1: interesting. Hmm. And the, the differentiation is what? <laughs> <laughs> the size
0: of the couch in their home?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so, well, no, no, how about this? Super fans of certain certain uh, eras of Survivor.
0: Their favorite season.
1: Yeah, like season one through 20, or season one through 15, and 15 through whatever. And, and then you'll see if they play different based off what their favorite season was or era of Survivor was.
0: My idea, and I, after watching this and seeing how everyone reacted to the auction and how hyped it's been and how well-received and how you know excited for a blast from the past the returning season, when they do it and have older contestants from before season 40, is going to make people lose their minds. Like Jeff says, no players from before season 40 are going to re- be returning anytime soon.
3: He never actually said that. It's just
0: a rumor. He never said never. He said for a yeah, little while. You just
3: said they're focusing on the new era. And then it's taken yes, on, this yes. thing is like taken on a life of its own.
0: Sure. I mean, there was a time when he said they were not bringing any players back before All Stars. They're like, it's not like he said it's good. They're going to take a He used to say
3: no winner, that they would never do an all winner season. He said that like many times. So Jeff doesn't always tell the truth. Yeah. So
0: why are you arguing me on this point? Like the thing I said, it probably happened. Riley, stop. I don't, yeah. Listen, when returning players from before season 40 end up on the show again, people will lose their shit and i propose a fans versus favorites where the fans are people from after uh season 40 favorites are from people pre-40 so danny you could be on the the fans tribe and i would be on the favorites tribe
1: oh is that tyson saying that he's okay (laughs) no (laughs) no
0: (laughs) but that's the idea like and I know maybe it's insulting to say like, oh, fan-, like it's got to be something else. It can't be like new school versus old school or whatever. But all of these new era players, for the most part, are super fans. And I've gone to things where I've met these new era players and they are very, very excited to see me for the most part. Not just me. They're fans of the show. Like these are people they've watched and rewatched to prepare for the show. So I don't know what title you want to give that season but people will lose their minds for it. And I think it's only a matter of time. We're taking fans out of it, though. All right. <laughs> I think that's the funniest. I personally, if I were personally naming it, it would be fans versus favorites. And that's, and that's why they're not letting you
1: name it. <laughs> Just, everybody's going to get on there and be upset, you know, from the beginning. And, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're, listen, we're, we're players. I know how you feel about the twenty-six day's.
0: Fans who were also on the show versus favorites. <laughs> fans who were also on the
1: show. Yeah, it's a great, great something. Tra- <laughs> so, so who's going to be on the fake So, only people who are lo- beloved by the by the fans can be on your on your on your tribe
0: on the favorites tribe
1: on your favorites tribe because there are some favorites, you know, on, that will be on your on your fans tribe. So I, I don't know, may- maybe. Maybe Ricard, maybe Marianne, like who like there might be some players on there who who are also considered favorites and not just fans, Tyson. So can you be on both traps?
0: No, those are fans who were also on the show. And now they're favorites. So, Ricard and Marianne are your favorites.
1: No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying that there are people who are favorites. But they're, they're both good players. I, I I like them both. You're not okay. about to get me in any trouble. Hey, Ricard, Mary, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are great. <laughs> Y'all are great.
0: <laughs> Listen. There's a little bit going on here uh, before we get to the auction. But I think I, I just want to start at the auction. Like. We do have the intros, the Easter egg. Nobody cares about the Easter eggs anymore. <laughs> I see nothing on the Easter egg. Nobody's talking about it. Let's also forego that. Two, the auction. We get a boat and it's coming. And they deliver this table with all these baskets glued to the table. I don't know if it's just me I, I, because it was teased all week that the auction was coming. All those baskets mean auction, right? Am I am I wrong? Like not necessarily. Would you have picked that up? Like what what are you thinking? That that like I I don't know. I've never partaken in an auction. That's one thing I've never done on Survivor.
3: Like this was new though. This was like a cuz cuz that they had to go and get the money and like put them in their little basket was new. So I don't think
0: that was Yeah, we're not talking about all that point. Yeah, I guess so. I I mean I I Usually they're standing behind a table or there is something somewhere, right? Or is it just Jeff always behind the table? I don't know. I don't, I haven't been paying attention. Like I said, I'm a favorite, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan,
3: Kai, who's in the Survivor it's, podcast. It's,
1: it's, <laughs> it's,
0: I'm a fan also, but I'm a favorite first and foremost. <laughs> I am a favorite first and foremost. And the season that you've made up, the season that
1: you've made up your favorite.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay,
1: all right. One hundred
0: percent. There's no other path for me on that season. Uh,
1: listen, I, I, if if I was on that show, just based off going on the challenge now and then seeing some other mm-hmm. stuff, I would have been like, "Is this the eating challenge?" Like, we got this table here. Yeah. Like, what, what is about to go? Like, what's because you hadn't seen the auction. So to me, I'm like, well, maybe they just left that in the old school. And I would have been, I would have been a little nervous about what would have possibly been happening at that table.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I mean, you're always like a little, like when stuff shows up at camp, you're like, what are they going to do to us? Yeah. Like, that's the first <laughs> thing in your mind is like, what are they doing to us? They're going to do something to us. What is it? And you're like excited to learn what it is, but also hesitant and a little nervous as to like what it's going to entail. And they bring this table up and they have the note, Kendra reads the note, it's the auction. Everyone's so, so excited, so excited. These are all fans, (laughs) very, very excited. And it's unlike in Austin's words, any auction done before. And there's three updates. First of all, they show us like the flashbacks to past auctions. That's kind of fun. That's fun seeing, you know, uh, favorites from <coughs> eras gone by uh, on the show. And uh, three updates. The money scramble, no advantage, and up to 15 items. They're going to guarantee five and then draw a number between six and 15. And that's where they stop. Jeff don't, doesn't tell you when. But if they're drawing a number between six and 15, then there's guaranteed yeah, six
3: seconds. I, I got that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I enjoyed all this. All this I enjoyed.
0: Yeah, I did too. I enjoyed the scramble. So any, you can have any amount of money based on these little bamboo things. And as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, a fan of the show that's watching this is asking themselves, how and when did production hide these little bamboo tubes? And I will tell you probably exactly what happened. Danny's sitting there in camp. it's the morning. Things are a little off. Production's being weird. The camera guys, everybody's being a little weird. Danny goes to walk into the jungle just to like take a leak or whatever he's got to do, and production says, "No, you can't wander out in these areas at all. At that point, you're like, something's going on. It, you, do you think that's accurate, Danny?
1: <sighs> i I, I can agree I, I've never I, on my season i never had. That happened. Of course, they weren't hiding bamboo shoots in the um <laughs> in the in the forest or whatever that you know th- that I know of. I know they were hiding idols back there, and I missed one. Um, yeah. But that is probably the most logical uh, logical thing that that I could think of, just because you can't have people just walking around there. Or maybe they were saying, "Hey, this part this is closed off because somebody's on the interview or whatever it is." But they, I'm sure they came up with some good reason for why you couldn't go back there.
0: Yeah. So probably a little weird. Like stop them. Jeff comes out, explains everything. But wait. Wait, can I can I ask a question before we get to that? No. No. Just kidding. You (laughs)
1: can't man.
3: For for the scramble, what what's your strategy? Are you running into the the jungle to collect bamboo or are you like putting your shoes on and just kind <laughs> of, you know, walking. <laughs> That's <in>. your question?
0: <laughs> well, what, is, what is Bruce thinking here? He's the two-time he player,
3: here? so are, you guys are played before, so maybe he knows something too.
0: I mean, you've been told there's no advantages. So then... They d- strategically. They know I
3: don't think they knew that there were no advantages They didn't, they didn't know it was no advantage. Oh, so. they had
0: everybody run out. That's right. So they read the note. It told them to run out and grab those things. So that's yeah. why you should go because you
1: don't you know that there's not. Fast. <laughs> there's, you should, you go. should
0: go fast. I don't know what Bruce is doing. And even when Bruce realizes like he should be moving fast, he refuses to. I think he's too stubborn at that point to pr- to show people that he was wrong to act the way he did. So he's like, I just got to keep on doing this. It's like Eating something that is disgusting. Like Austin in the auction almost had to finish those eyes after he was like, I'll eat these eyes. Like I was like, that's bad, dude. Now, now you got to finish them or we're going to note it on this podcast. And forever, you will be known as the guy who didn't eat the largest fish eyes in the world. What were those? Whale shark eyes? They were big. No idea. I, I, yeah. I,
1: think, I think that Bruce is stuck in the, he's trying to prove that he is an old school guy. Everything he says is like all oh, these youngsters are these you know <laughs> they doing this and I'm i uh, I'm like that's and then they're like hey Bruce you you talk about the young people not wanting to work <laughs> and yeah. you are doing exactly what what you accuse of us doing like what are we what are we talking about go yeah. Bruce go
0: yeah go and he refused <laughs> was that was that infuriating like as a viewer for some reason I know I like it's TV and people can do what they want, and it was entertaining. The fact that he was like sticking to his guns no matter what, but part of me was like, just like put like a little jog in there, especially when D is like, "Now run! Now that you found <coughs> one, you should run,"
1: <laughs> and he's like, "No, I refuse to." I started rooting against him as, as soon as that <laughs> happened. I was like, I, I listen. I, whatever you get, you deserve. And I hope it's bad. Like the whole, <laughs> the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, listen, I hope something happens at this auction. And it is the worst thing that could have possibly happened because this is the way that he went about uh, this whole experience. It's supposed to be exciting. And you kind of, to me, you kind of ruined it a little bit. Like as a fan, I want to yeah. see people get excited about the auction because you haven't seen it in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's probably what it was, was his lack of enthusiasm for everything going on. We have Jeff out there. He draws the number. We see all these amounts of cash. D crushes it $900. Austin Kelly, $700. Drew, $520. Emily, $500. Keturah, $480. So everybody's in that realm. Jake has the lowest with $340 other than Bruce, who found one tube with $80 in it. The other catch is that whoever at the end of the auction with the random number that has the most cash loses their vote at that night's tribal council which i think is a good twist i think it could be reworked a little bit though in the fact that everyone just spent as much money as they could on the first item they could get their hands on Mm -hmm. without regard for any strategy whatsoever other than i have to spend this which maybe was the goal just get food in people's tummies but i think you could add an element of a little more strategy there
1: no but but tyson, so if if you yeah. were out there would is that the route that you would have taken though because you didn't you didn't really have to spend all of your money on the first item in order to consider yourself still safe of keeping your vote like you didn't have to just say, all right, I got nine hundred and I'm spending it because there's yeah. a way for you to spend this whatever this amount and then still be higher <laughs> than the next person, so you can still go depending on how much money you had
0: I think d Austin and Kelly. Austin got two things, but one of them was the fish eyes, right? Yeah. So I think that if you have those large sums, you can get two things and you should have figured out a way to get two things. So I think that there was a little misstep there. And I also think later down the line, I forget who it was, but somebody had a little, had like the most money, but even if they halved it, they would have still so they could have kept some and then had the next item after that cuz everybody else was empty. Was it Kelly? I think it was against Kelly. It was, it was whoever whoever no, it won was before Kelly. Kelly. It was, was it Kelly. No, it was it was somebody we'll get to, we'll get to it. Okay. Let's let's break down the auction. So first we have beer and pretzels. Kendra just flat out spends all of it <laughs> on that.
3: Yeah, bids everything. On-
0: yeah, bids everything. That's what she does. Uh, then coke and fries. Kelly bids 500 which leaves 200 behind third is covered emily chooses it for she spends does she spend all of her she money she spent no she spent 440 so she had 60 60 less. behind, which I didn't mind this because she still has less than Bruce. No, at I think this, this is a mistake because if, if
3: there had been one more item, Bruce would have bid everything and then she would have lost yeah. her
0: vote. So what do you think? You go higher than Bruce there? I think once you have, no, I think once you have an item you want, you just bid it all. No, I think because the chances of it randomly hitting right in front of Bruce are slim. So I think, I think it wasn't. So incorrect, here, I think leave a little bit behind, and maybe you get the last item, yeah, if it goes yeah. all the way to fifteen, she's getting two things to eat
1: it, i got, it, I think it depends on where where you're at, so okay, if you are bid number three, right, and you know that you're gonna have a minimum of six, then that kind of plays into when you are able to make that type of move if it's if it's six or if it's seven, then i yeah i probably I'm probably bidding everything because you don't know if it's yeah. about to stop or not,
0: yes. I think if you're early here, you don't bid at all. You try. You either go below Bruce right there or you keep enough in front that you're going to be able to outbid a handful of people for your item number two. Yeah. And I don't think, yeah, I don't know if Emily was being strategic here or just like went for the minimum she needed to win that thing. Uh, I thought it was an interesting edit with the charcuterie board being revealed. Super heroic music being played, like Emily had done the most incredible thing she's done all season on the show. Incredible. (laughs) That she bid on a random object that was a charcuterie board. Well played. And then it turned as she started eating the salami to, was that pornog? Pornography music or it was, music. It was.
1: It was like uh They call it like a, a mukbang or something. <laughs> it was a mukbang. Ba- well, yeah, well they like record themselves <laughs> you, like eating and eating. it makes the noises. <laughs> yeah, like that type yeah. of music playing in the background.
0: Yeah, I pictured her in a bathtub full of beans. So, yeah, it was definitely the music choice. I don't know, Riley. I don't know, I don't know. Riley. I don't know. I don't
3: know about that one either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Artistic music choices, you know, and that gets the audience feeling. And this is now the mistake here. Yeah. Dee buys a chocolate milkshake for 900 She should have bought the first item for over 360 and still also got the chocolate shake and had two things and... Uh, You know how we- well beer goes with chocolate shakes. Does it go or is that going to make you puke? Uh, so that sounds like a stomachache. So yeah, it's that's it's coming out about. somewhere. <laughs> but still, still get that.
3: I feel like the, cho- the chocolate shake is just the wrong item to bid all $900
0: on. $900 anyways. on, right? Like, I'm, Who loves chocolate that much? Do you love chocolate enough to t- spend... You're definitely craving it out there. You're you're when you're starving you're craving it. You are craving it like something sweet, something different, but you can't eat that much cuz it's overly sweet. And also, when you're in the, let's put our our listeners in that position a little bit. Everybody wants to get the best thing. They want to get the most amount of the best thing they can. The problem is is your stomach's not going to be able to do that. So when you're looking at these items, beer and pretzels is a full meal to somebody who's been starving forever. And that's going to be enough. And you don't want so much that you're going to get sick or regret it. And so I think that like, everybody just wants the best, the biggest thing. But you don't need that in that moment. Like even a chocolate shake is going to be enough. Like two chocolate shakes is going to make you sick and you're going to puke it all up. So that's why I think that like, when you go into this, it's like, you have to look at it. And say, is that enough for me? You're acting out of necessity, not luxury in these moments. And I think too many people still want the luxury on top of it.
1: Let, let, let me tell you just a quick story. Okay. So we get the, yeah, make it we quick. Get the, we get, we get the, we get the merge piece. Okay. And you're in there and you're like, okay, like, I know I haven't been able to use the, me, I hadn't been able to use the bathroom for like eight days. I like, I know wow. I haven't, but this, is that normal for you? It's not normal. I okay. this way off. <laughs> way off. <laughs> but I'm but I but I'm looking at this food at the merch piece and I'm like, it's chicken and it's salami and it's pesto and it's all this stuff. And I know that I probably shouldn't because I'm having stomach issues, but mm-hmm. my hands and my arms, they just won't stop moving. They just won't yeah. stop. And I imagine them sitting at that auction like, I like I don't know. Like I like I don't know when I'm gonna get the next whatever and my, my mind is telling me I have to do this. So I'm I i can not imagine how difficult that was. But I'm not to bid $900 on a milkshake, but it's still, as us watching, it's probably a little
0: Yeah. I mean, she, concerning. with the most money, she should have bid on the first item. If pre- if she likes, if she can eat pretzels and drink a beer, she should have bid on that first item. If she couldn't, the Coke and fries, Coke and fries, that's, that's yes. a win. That's a win <laughs> yeah. right there. The Coke and fries, toss the ketchup. <laughs> that's what I would have done, just flung the ketchup into the forest. <laughs> It's weird <laughs> ketchup is great.
3: Tyson, when you were a uh, uh, when you were a pro cyclist, did you ever drink a little uh, like cola when when uh, you were on like a long ride?
0: Oh my gosh, it's the best tasting thing. When you are hot and sweaty and depleted, nothing tastes better than a Coca-Cola. Coca Cola. <laughs> this is unpaid advertisement for Coca Cola and Coca Cola Incorporated uh, and any <laughs> subsidiaries that are under. Call but, <laughs> but. When it is 100 degrees out and you've been riding as hard as you can racing and you look back and the team cars, there asking if you want something. You're like, yeah, an ice cold Coca-Cola. It just hits so perfectly. Danny, is there a beverage that hits better than a Coca-Cola after like a football game in the heat?
1: You know what? Uh, I would actually have to agree with you, Um, but I, I don't know. I'm a fan of Big Red like i really love even
0: in that, those moments
1: and i I haven't I, I've never had a soda in that type of moment <laughs> it's usually like Gatorade or something cuz you usually sponsored or something but if i'm imagining yeah. myself being really tired and having an option coke is number 1 but if that ain't there give me big red like coke coke is undefeated uh the when they do the commercial with the sound and the bubbles coming out <laughs> like I, I can taste it <laughs> yeah, yeah i taste it
0: i am generally a Dr. Pepper guy, like if I'm Mm. just casually drinking a soda and you're like, you have to have a soda, I'm taking Dr. Pepper. But when I am depleted and exhausted and covered in salt from my sweat evaporating on my skin, Coke just hits right. Uh, Shout out to Coke. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely go for that number two. And to think that D could have had both of those things. We get to number five covered, Keturah. She is fearing what Emily feared with the covered option. And uh, she has the option to trade or to stay. What do you do here, Danny? You know what? I would have stayed. I would have
1: stayed. I would have went with my first mind. And yeah, wrong or not, like you got to pick something. All right. Nobody can really blame you for not trading because you don't know what's under there. But I would have stayed.
0: I would have stayed if it were... Because Keturah kind of forced Jeff into that trade. Because she was like, oh, it's something bad. I know it's bad. And he's like, well, you can trade if you want. Now you're stuck. Like, what do you do there? But if she goes up, she's like, I'll have that. And then he's like, or you can trade if you want. Then it's different. Then it's on your mind differently. Mm. So I think Keturah's staying was the right response to her initial reaction, Jeff's response. Like, that was correct. But it just so happened that it was gigantic fish eyeballs. She took a nibble, couldn't do it. And Austin buys them for a hundred. Is this in any way a good move or is he just doing this? Cause the cameras are on C- cameras. <laughs> this is, yeah,
1: this is a camera thing, camera thing, but I know a little bit of it is I'm on survivor and I'm going to, I'm going to try to show that I'm playing the game of survivor, but it's because you want to show that you're a fan and you're and you you going to come out there and live the Survivor lifestyle while you're playing.
0: So he's on the fans' tribe.
1: He's on the fans' tribe, for sure. Get him a sandwich. You're like, I'm like, buddy, somebody find this dude a sandwich. He's been looking for a sandwich for a week. Get him a sandwich.
0: <laughs> it's time. He needs a sandwich. He's probably resenting, uh, is it Kelly that gets that sandwich in the end, the margarita? Yeah, sandwich He's now at this point, he's yeah. resenting Kelly. I know it's bad for her as soon as she gets the sandwich. He takes a huge bite, grosses everybody out, but he doesn't finish the eyes. Sixth item uncovered, uh, which is the item Katura passed on. Drew buys it for $520, a bowl of candy. I actually like this. I like the bowl of candy if you are allowed to keep that, mm. those items. Like they told everybody to leave their items. I'm assuming they had them for him back at camp or they finished them off camera or something like that. But if you're allowed to pack those items and keep them for however long you want, that bowl of candy getting you through the final two days here. It's getting you all the way to the end. I made a joke about the seasons being short with the two days left, but... And, and, and nobody laughed, right, right? N- nobody laughed because they were like, yeah, two days sounds about right. There's nine people left, two days, normal.
1: It, it would only be fair for if, if you buy something in an auction. Mm-hmm. that they know you can't finish in that one sitting while the auction is going on for them to allow mm-hmm. you to take it back. And I think that may have been the only thing that you probably couldn't finish uh, while you were there. So,
0: Well, it's the only thing that would have kept past the yeah. day. Yeah, Like everything else was just going to spoil. So I think, honestly, with that whole lineup, if you're allowed to keep your items for however long you want, the bowl of candy number one.
3: The thing, the thing about that candy is... It didn't look like the brand name candy. It looked like the, like, off-brand. Like that You was think like they the, went
0: to Winco and went to the bulk section? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was like the kmart candy or Wink,
0: something. Th- that's good candy. Still good candy. I mean, it's got sugar in it. What more do you want when you're out there? Riley's yeah. getting all picky, like... You want name brand. It's yeah. not Red Vines. The brand <laughs> ah, I've heard that they get to keep the money if they uh, don't spend it. So, I don't know if they do, but they probably do here. But $500, uh, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, Riley. If you're out on a deserted island, (laughs) there's no stores. That $500 (laughs) isn't getting you anywhere past the auction.
3: Well, in in a couple of weeks, though, if I get to take the money with me, I'll buy a lot of candy for $500. I'm going to (laughs) Costco. The the real
1: candy. (laughs) Yeah, the real brand name candy. The real brand candy.
3: Wait a second, Tyson, weren't you doing like a candy competition on Twitter recently?
0: Yeah, mm. what one? Twix versus Kit Kat. Over five thousand votes, and it was down to it was fifty fifty the entire time. Twix won out, fifty one percent of the votes over five thousand votes. It's crazy how close it was.
3: That is a close one.
0: I think I. would What are you buying? Uh, I would go
1: Twix. There, Danny. Oh, um, I, I voted Twix, and I'm sticking with it. That uh, I'm going Twix. Kat, Kat, Kit Kat is good, but you know.
0: Yeah, there's moments where I will choose the Kit Kat over a Twix, but in general, I'm I'm choosing Twix as well. Uh, and it's, I'm glad we're getting to the important stuff here. <laughs> uh, but I I still think for five hundred dollars a bowl of candy that you can put in your in your items in some type of waterproof, I'm dumping out my canteen of water, filling it up with jelly beans, and that's just. Drinking out of other people's canteens.
1: <laughs> this is gonna be, this is like I'm not mixing like water. Candy you candy thought like I was bleeds. gonna mix water. <laughs> yeah, like candy bleeds. Like even those little drips of water, that's that's gonna be some
0: No, you let it you let it dry out. It dry out as soon first. as it gets moisture on it, you're done. That yeah, candy's done. And the ants too. That's why I'm thinking the only safe place is a dry canteen with a cork on it.
2: Yeah. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea.
0: This episode is brought to you by State Farm. Spends uh, his remaining $600 on a single slice of Fijian pizza and looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <I'm laughs> not named brand. See, I don't know I'm what not Riley's picking. <laughs> it's not. Riley's a little Caesars guy. And, and so he's like, is this little Caesars? I don't know. It didn't look like little Caesars to me, Riley. You would have been disappointed that it was not Little Ca- I'm not a Little Caesars guy,
3: just to, for the record.
1: Oh, <laughs> hot and ready, $5 hot and ready. <laughs> $5 hot
0: and ready. And when I was a kid, it was pizza, pizza. You got two pizzas <laughs> for the price of one, and you didn't have an option. It's, they were like, it's two pizzas or no pizzas. <laughs> yeah. You get two pizzas get right or up. no pizzas. What do you want?
1: <laughs> no, nah, but if that slice of pizza showed up on my plate at the restaurant, I would be upset. Just just looking at it. Uh, <laughs> I, wasn't, I, w- I wasn't there, so I don't know what it smelled like. It, it just didn't look like a piece
0: of pizza that I'm... <laughs> that you'd spend $600 on? Not a dollar. But at this point, you know, you're know, you at item number seven. You know that at any point the auction could end, and Austin has so much money, he's just got to get rid of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, Julie is the front runner with the cash. She's wondering, and Jeff at this point is teasing. It's like, all right, Julie, you have the most, and we don't not have more options. Here you go.
1: You, you know, I'm sorry. You know, we'll get, we'll, we'll get to this as the show goes on. But I like I'm watching Jeff and I was like, he, he's reminded me of the Joker uh, in this episode of Survivor with with his with his antics, starting with those of like he he tr- uh, tricked me a couple of times. And how? Because he was like, and you are this is not or this is. And I was like, oh, yeah. this she got oh, he got him. And then you know, but he has the freedom to do that. But we'll get to the next part as well. While I was like, okay, this dude is having a lot of fun with this
0: uh, with this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> too much fun. <laughs> Sounds like
0: you think it's too much fun.
1: Oh no, it was good fun. I loved it. I loved it. Okay. I loved it.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I liked it too. And because you get that reaction then of them being like, oh no, it's me. I'm gonna lose my vote. <laughs> uh, next item up for bid: toothpaste. Toothbrush and mouthwash. Is there any scenario where you're excited for this? You're eating the toothpaste, aren't you?
1: <laughs> no. I'm not I'm not I, I'm only I'm only excited because I got a chance to spend all my money. That's it. And I'm and I'm and I'm gonna be able to keep my vote. But I mean Do you
0: get to keep the tube of toothpaste? Because if that's a thing, you could trade some toothpaste to Drew for some candy. Mm. You could. But mm. we don't know. Yeah. We don't know yet. Maybe we'll find out in future episodes, but I think it's a bargaining tool, like just that little taste of even just putting like a teeny tiny dollop on your tongue. That fresh taste really goes a long way to boost your (laughs) spirits on Survivor when all you've been tasting the entire time is uh, stink mouth. Mm. Right, Danny? You know what I'm talking about. Stink mouth.
1: (laughs) Water. (laughs) Water. I always stink mouth. And so, so you, you just rush it when you wake up in the morning to get you some water. So you uh-huh. can kind of swish it around and get that stink mouth out. But yes, it's uh It's always I, lingering. <laughs> it's always
0: lingering. <laughs> 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 Riley, it's like. It's like, have you ever eaten like a meal that you knew was going to give you like major stink mouth? Like lots of onions and yeah, garlic sure. and all that stuff. And then you brush your teeth. You think you're all good. You go to bed in the morning. You're like something's not right with my <laughs> mouth. That was really stinky stuff I ate. That's how your mouth feels all the time on Survivor. Gross. Yeah, except for if you have a dollop of toothpaste to put on there every once in a while. Well, so I feel like this one should have came
3: with some floss, too. Like, again, I just feel like they're cutting the corners with some of these uh,
0: items. They There's no uh, non-branded floss out there. It's all they Yeah, it's all top shelf, name brand, Shout out to glide and uh, yeah, know, I know, I know <laughs> we get to another item. That's good for Jake for $340. He buys a chocolate cake. He has to share with two other people. This is bad. You don't ever want to have to choose people. I don't think it really came back to haunt him. What was his reasoning for choosing Julie and Bruce, and were those the correct uh, people to choose?
1: Uh, I think he 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 liked Bruce, maybe I, I don't know.
0: I, I think he was with Bruce at, at this point.
1: I, I don't think it's like it's not like taking somebody on a reward um, where people are gonna look at you crazy because everybody else for the most part had had gotten something because you're at the auction already. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think he lost any any favor with anybody by picking uh, Julie and Bruce at this at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think so. I think he had to repair stuff with Julie because uh, he burned her to the last tribal and it came back to haunt him. So I think Julie is trying to do some damage control there. Bruce, I think he liked Bruce. He just likes Bruce. He should have picked Katura.
3: She bit all her money and got the fish eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would have probably made it some sense, yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely would have. So we get Bruce losing his vote. And oh, first, Kelly. We forgot Kelly. Yeah, forgot wait a Kelly. Second. yeah, we have one more item. They demolished that cake, by the way. Oh, like yeah. They did pretty good. I couldn't tell if there was a base on there or if that was extra case- cake, but I think it was a base because I think uh, Jeff was impressed. Everybody was impressed. They got to take handfuls of cake back to the bench. Uh, I think yeah. on a, uh, with uh, a f- the favorites from the past, a lot of times they would have made them drop the cake there, like donezo. That's it. That's all you get. You're going to
1: get this season rolling. You're going to get this season. Just keep this. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get this rolling.
0: <laughs> There's one more thing. Emily predicts a margarita with how delicate Jeff is balancing this tray. Kelly gets it for 200 Kelly's the only one here that gets the two things that are of value. Like the fish eyes for Austin. Not re- that doesn't it yeah, yeah, no. So Kelly played it the most correct. She, she gets these, uh, the margarita and sandwich and chips on top of the Coke and French fries. She comes out a big, big winner on this thing. Other than I think I would still trade all of those things for that bowl of candy. If you can keep the candy she almost gave herself a heart attack.
1: <laughs> she can't, It worked out for her, for her in the end, but at one point she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I got no vote. Yeah. It's over. But, you know, you're know, a survivor, so go ahead and risk it. I don't think she yeah. did that on purpose, though.
0: So is there is there a position you could be at in the game where you're not concerned with losing your vote in that moment? Like, there's got to be somebody comfortable enough here that's like, not a big deal. I'll risk it to try and get something better. Whatever.
1: Cool. Well, yeah, if you're at the just very bottom and they're going to pile all the votes on to you, you know, you're going to play your shot in the dark or something like that. Wait, can you play your shot in the dark with no vote? No,
3: No, you can't.
0: Because you have to risk your vote to play it. So I think that, I think if you're in the, like one of the driver seats Mm -hmm. and are feeling really confident, I think that might be the only time. And even then, like you have to be pretty certain losing your vote for some reason has this stigma of like being vulnerable. You
3: could also have that, restore a vote advantage that austin had earlier in the season and maybe you're just like i'll just use it here you know i'll risk things if i lose my vote i'll just restore it
0: yeah i guess so we get bruce losing his vote 11th there's no he does the same thing he's like bruce you are (laughs) not getting a no vote (laughs) and he shakes his head both ways gets him real good so Bruce's mistake is that he should have been even slower and found no money. To have zero. Yeah, you oh, could have yeah. had no money at all. <laughs> I know. I thought that too. Like he probably was relieved to a little bit where he's like, oh, I only have 80. Chances of me losing my vote are slim. But it happened. And we get a little flashback to Kendra meeting her biological father and how much beer means to them and their relationship and how it reminds her and how proud he is. And it's a good moment, like we get that flashback. Uh, And then Emily talks about what we, what happened at the top of the hour of the episode, the all women's uh, alliance, six guys or six girls, four guys. Now is the time for the women to strike. And like Emily says, in theory, it's beautiful. It's great, it would be amazing. But because every season, there's a point where there's more guys or more girls and all the viewers that are girls are like girls team up right now get those guys <laughs> and the guys are like guys team up right now get those girls. <laughs> but there's more to it. There's more to it. You got to trust people. And there were moments uh, I think on blood versus water where even Uh, producers were asking me the question like there's more girls than guys are you concerned but it's like no because i trust monica more than i trust any of the guys anyway so even if i went to the guys were like "Uh, the girls might like i like i can't do that in that moment and uh emily is exactly correct in saying that she uh trusts drew and austin more than she trusts some of the girls and she goes straight to Drew, tells him the plan, and that Jake and Bruce are targets. And Drew's mind immediately goes to work like, what can we do here? How can I weaponize this? How can I use this to my advantage? And Dr- Drew honestly has been doing this all season. I, he, spoiler alert, he's my new winner pick for the season mm, right now. Okay. But he has been very good at this balance. Uh, Originally when he was like I'm Drew sometimes and Bastille other times I was like <laughs> Bastille's going to ruin this game for Drew pretty quickly. But Bastille's been sitting on the back on the back burner and Drew has been playing really really well, never really the target, never really seen as the leader or the commander or anything like that. And Katura still just wants Bruce gone at all costs. Blinded,
1: just blinded by frustration and anger <laughs> and agitation or every every word that could possibly describe her and Bruce's relationship she could not see past it <laughs> Bruce has to go at every at every time it's like it's like uh with the sandwich the same thing yeah. like oh yeah she stopped me from getting a sandwich like that, let it go that's why I actually do appreciate the way Emily's playing because a lot of times you do go into games like this sometimes you oh you see people kind of gravitate to people that look like them sound like them or whatever it is, just, just based off of what they look like. And you say, okay, because they look like me then or or they sound like me or we're just saying whatever, I, we're going to be cool and we're going to be able to work together without even getting to know who they are. And then by the time you get to know who they are and realize you can't work together, it's too late. <laughs> and yeah. and you get getting voted out. So shout out to Emily for being able to do it. That goes back to my season, but that's a long, that's a story for another day. <laughs> is it? You don't have time <laughs> that's, today? That's a story for another, I mean, that's what happened to me on my season. You know, we, we we all worked together and it was the the, the camp out. And, you know, yeah. by, the, by the time you realize, you know, these people don't like each other and this is a horrible alliance. <laughs> to <get laughs> too us the, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. You can't make it work. So yep. shout out to Emily for, for, for seeing that and then going going with who she felt most comfortable with because that's probably the smartest way to play in Survivor.
0: Yeah, I think it's the only way to play. Like you have to look past any of those superficial Because you do look at, you step on day one, you look at all the ways the lines can crisscross, like how many guys are there, how many girls, how many older people, how many younger people, how many parents, how many how many singles, how many this, how many that. And you're looking at all these things and seeing how many sides you stack up on and how many alliances you could build based on some superficial aspect of your life. And it doesn't work out that way because you get out there and there's just people you trust and people you don't trust and that, That's what you have to go on. Like, that's the thing that's good. Because if you're feeling that way and they're feeling that way, like, why abandon that for this other thing? Just because in theory, it's going to be cool on TV. Like, it's worked one time and that was because the Black Widow Brigade or whatever. Because they trusted each other the most. It has Mm -hmm. nothing really to do with their gender. They just trusted each other the most. So. Whatever. So yeah, Emily, (laughs) I mean, it's a thing every season, every season, there's a point where something like this comes up and it never works out. And even here, when they're having this conversation, they're like, we could be the first group to make it work in like 25 years. It's like, (laughs) there's a reason why the last 25 years, it hasn't worked for any of it. Because you don't trust each other.
1: T- t- tell me this. You, so you're on the show right now. You're on the show, okay? And you and you know what's going on. And you see Caleb, who is probably the closest person to Emily uh, from, from from their eyes, right? Yeah. End up going home. And whatever stories you've also been hearing about Emily, then that's probably not somebody that I, if, if I don't feel like I'm super close with Emily, I'm probably not going to divulge a plan to her. Um, because on multiple occasions so far this season, it's been that, all right, yeah, yeah, I think Emily is, and then she goes back, and and it's worked for her, Yeah, but for everybody else's, it's it's just not working out, and they haven't seen it yet, and I I imagine at some point they're going to see it, but it just, it hasn't happened yet.
0: So I think if you're in command at all of the situation or are in the numbers and all the women are there sitting down, maybe you don't pitch it, but you have to go along with it, like how many of the those ladies went along with it but had no intent of actually going with it probably a few of them and i did like how at the beginning of the show they were speculating as to what all the guys were doing down by the beach together and they were talking about food <laughs> tacos <laughs> tacos <laughs> No, it's like just, the perfect meme. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably talking about us right now. Nope, tacos. <laughs> talking
1: about tacos. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's easy for me to say as, as I watch it from the outside looking in. I'm just like, yeah, if somebody pitched like first of all, who pitched it? Okay. And then like that person who pitched it to me is at fault for whatever yeah. happened uh because you pitched it around who whoever versus just pitching around people that you really feel comfortable with. Unless Emily is that great, and everybody on the on the cast right now feels super comfortable telling her any information uh, that they can
0: get their hands on. Well, I think like the all girls thing, like that is dangerous if you're the one that comes up with the plan. Emily pretty much threw all of the ladies under the bus yeah. when she divulged it to Drew. Like they're all that's the thing. So yeah, it's one of those things. Like it's it's tricky because singling anybody out or even excluding any group of any, any grouping, and you being the person that brought it up, that's most likely gonna come back to bite you at some point. Like Mm -hmm. you can never be the one to propose that. And that's why we see here, uh, we'll get to it. It's a little later with Jake's uh, scramble, but let's get to the immunity challenge. I'm looking at this challenge. I know Survivor always does their best to make sure it's fair, And this is one where you're leaning back, you're holding a pull up with your body weight, with your arms stretched out. So you got to lean back further and further and also utilize your grip strength to hold that. And it's a third of everyone's body weight, which seems fair. But should the pull height also be adjusted based on the person's height or weight to also account for leverage? Or am I just like uh, mathematically thinking incorrectly? Like, I don't know. I'm just like I'm looking at him. I'm like, oh, well, the leverage is still the same. That's got to be a trick for if you're a shorter person or a lighter person or something. But I don't know. I, I really do not know. I don't think I'm prepared to do that math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> not, yeah, I didn't, even
1: think of, I didn't even think about that. Uh, the, the third I, Mine was more of like the pregame body weight uh, issue because there is a point where some people lose more weight than others. The bigger people may lose a little bit more mm-hmm. muscle and then maybe you want to weigh them the day before that challenge or in the tent before you go out there or whatever it is but i like that was the only kind of disadvantage I, I i would have seen uh going into that challenge but now that you've brought it up i don't know i i, I need to go you know figure that out i'll i'll text you
0: okay text me i think there probably is some leverage issues i did a challenge similar to this on blood versus water where you had to go back knots and knots leaning your body over the water until you fell in the water and then for sure height played a role in it because your leverage of your body sticking out that far versus someone shorter that was definitely a disadvantage uh but this like i i truly do not know if we have a mathematician that's listening to this i want you to reach out and tell me if the height of those poles uh all being the same is a disadvantage for someone shorter or lighter, or if it doesn't matter. So there we go. We'll find out. I'll stay tuned. Probably next week, we'll have an answer for you.
1: Do another vote on Twitter.
0: (laughs) Voting doesn't work. It's all, that's just based, that's people's opinions. Like more people think it is. You need a
1: real, you need a real mathematician. A real mathematician. mathematician. So
0: do you think if I prefaced it with like mathematicians only? Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. I'll play the greatest of <laughs> vote. <remote. laughs> okay. I love this rice negotiation. I yeah. love it. We get Jeff offering this rice, needs four people to sit out. Katura immediately Katura's <laughs> and is like, Well, uh, I don't know. We're hesitant. That's, well, should we? I And two people step up immediately.
3: Katura was like, Katura was like, "Can we just all agree that we'll like respect the people who step out?" Oh yes, but she yes. did not herself volunteer, yeah. and also like <laughs> yeah. that doesn't mean anything to anybody.
0: <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to anybody, and also Katura is not winning this challenge most probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody's listening to her at this point. But but it makes sense for her to try it though. So sure. like, if you know you're not winning, you have to go ahead. You got
0: to shoot the shot. Yeah. So Jeff not having it this season. I love it. I love it because you always see these negotiations like, but well, maybe everybody. And they probably go on for a while. And Jeff's like, I don't want to have that conversation again. This season brings a knife out. And I'm like, Oh, they get a knife with their rice. That's interesting. <laughs> what I don't, I don't know what the knife will do. And he stabs the bag and the rice starts falling out. Like, Oh, uh, those, uh, like the hourglasses, Danny, <laughs> I know that you are hourglass averse <laughs> and it brings up some painful memories. But did you like this moment where the rice is leaking? Uh, listen, th- this is this is the Joker moment where I'm like, yeah. okay, first
1: he, <laughs> he's playing with he's playing with their minds a little bit in the auction, okay, making them, and then this moment is is like literally where Joker is holding up Rachel outside of the <laughs> off the building, and the Batman has to jump out there to go get <laughs> him because he's wasted too much time. Like this is like I, I literally thought of that scene, and I loved it. I loved it. It's hey, make a decision quick because if you don't. We're gonna have an issue. Like this is yeah. this is this is how the game is going right now. So so move so move or don't have any rice. I, I loved
0: it. I love it. And the longer you take to decide, the less worth it, it is gonna be <laughs> to make that decision. Which is the decision. Like you're sitting there and you're like, Well, too much rice is gone now, not even worth it? Is <laughs> it? I don't yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't it was uh Drew was very quick to act. I like that. Kotura's hesitancy, it's even still like. I don't know how there wasn't more backlash for, the, for this hesitancy to do it when she was the one that essentially pushed Jeff to stab the bag in the first place.
1: <laughs> Some, so, somebody whispered about her back at camp. Believe, believe there was a conversation
0: between yeah. somebody yeah. like, hey,
1: so, and she going to volunteer?
0: <laughs> she forces Jeff's hand to stab the bag and then is hesitant to volunteer when it matters most. <laughs> After she was pretty much going to do it, she just wanted some clarification or some reassurance from others. Bruce wins, beautiful, beautiful. For our, uh, from a fan's perspective, that Bruce wins this because he's the target. Everybody's kind of like on board with getting him out. I think my favorite moment of the challenge was when Jeff pretty much asked how it was going, and Bruce did a shaka, and Katura just like rolls. She's like, he's like, you're going good. <laughs> And Katura just like rolls her eyes. Everything he does, his his his
1: just motion of breathing, yeah, <laughs> like makes her upset. Like because yeah. you know they just don't get along, and they've been on the same beach for uh, you know however long.
0: Does Katura annoy Bruce as much as Bruce annoys Katura? No. Yeah, I don't think so. He's unaware. He's unaware how uh, how annoyed she is with him. Or do you think he is self aware enough to see that she really dislikes him?
1: I don't think he knows how uh, much she dislikes him, but I think it's at a point now where he's like, you know, everybody's not going to like me anyway. And the fact that he hid the idol from her knowing, like him finding an idol from her, like there's obviously something there. They probably don't communicate at all on the beach. They probably never have a conversation, but to her it's more because she just can't find a way to get him out. And she's more upset because he's finding idols and people are loving him. And they don't see why, (laughs) they don't see how, why why she feels the way.
0: (laughs) I think people are annoyed with Bruce. The plan was to get Bruce out until he won. Everybody's annoyed that he won now and like, dang it. I love Kelly's line where she's like, Bruce doesn't realize how absurd it is that he is still here in the game, which is true. Like somebody who skirted by, like he was the target so many times when things just went a different direction and he's just like two-time player, you know, I got the advantage. On it. Everybody loves me over here. I, I love that for him. And for the show, for our viewing experience, it's it's really, really beautiful. And immediately the target becomes Jake. The question is, will Bruce give Jake the idol? And I love this moment, too, with Kelly and Emily uh, confront Jake and ask him <laughs> to name a name. Like, uh, like, Jake's oh got a what? great read here. Great <laughs> yeah, read. He's great. like... All That's they want crazy. me to do is say a name so that they can go back to that person and now I'm done so. Yep. <laughs> it's
1: like, oh wait, I thought you guys had a plan. Wait, you said you just had one. Now you want me to, wait, like, so what was the plan? I'm like, good job, bro. Good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good job.
0: Very well played. I loved it. I love that Jake had that read that he did that. He just like, I know they're baiting me and he didn't take the bait. And then he start, he's like, well, it's me. I know it's me at this point with how that interaction by itself went down. Like he was skeptical and he was nervous. But when that happened, he was like, it is me. And just starts openly looking for an idol. And I like that. Like yes, if you your should. back is against the wall. Yeah, if you're back so far against the wall that everyone's pretty much uh, in some way or form broadcast to you that you're done, go look for that idol. Like, what do you have to lose? So
1: so tell me this. What is what is the difference between actually... Uh, so if you're not looking for an idol, right? And people believe you are looking for an idol, right? May what is well. between that and then you actually looking for an idol and then somebody finding you looking for an idol? Like, in, in that case, if you know you're at the bi- bottom, you may as yeah. well go look for it because the assumption anytime you go anywhere is going to be that you're looking for an idol. So listen, just watch me. Because if yeah. I don't, now I'm an idiot. Who didn't look for it because I didn't want you to think I was looking for an idol, but you, you think it anyways.
0: Yeah, but not everybody's always going to tell you when they all think you're looking for an idol. <laughs> but if you can find that, sure. So he's, he's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm looking for an idol. Uh, people are babysitting him, Keturah mostly. And uh, Jake even asked Bruce if he'd be willing to play his idol. And Bruce is like, what is Bruce doing? <laughs> was like, I'll see how I feel. Maybe, bud. <laughs> Let me gauge the room. <laughs> Let me gauge the room. What? Really? At least he didn't lie to him. He didn't lie to him. Man, what am I? What are you doing there if you're Bruce? <laughs> is Jake his number one? Jake's not his number one. Kelly is Bruce's Kelly. number one. Like, what is Bruce supposed to say to Jake there? And how is Jake supposed to react?
1: I, that's I, I actually think Bruce did okay, like like what? He deflected
0: point, a little bit. He,
1: yeah, he deflected, but he caught you in a situation where okay, do you are you gonna lie or not? And he's like, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. But if it, if if I just get the feeling, then maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. The look on my face should tell you that probably
0: not.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Jake probably could have structured it differently too, because if somebody, if I have an idol and someone knows I have an idol and they just ask me for it, there's less of a chance of me giving it to them than if they were like, yo, it's probably me tonight. And I have been working with you this whole time. And if you feel like it's me, like I'll be with you to the end, like whatever, like there's a probably a more delicate way to go about that. But Jake is just grasping at straws at this point. We get this maneuver by Drew and this thought by Drew because everybody's questioning like, where's the split vote going if Jake does find an idol or if he has this thing uh, or he plays a shot in the dark or whatever. And Drew's like, well, let's just go a different direction completely. And I think there's so many times on Survivor, even heroes versus villains in hindsight when I switch my vote from Russell to Parv, We all should have just voted out Danielle. Like she was part of that trio. Every, she wasn't even the target at all. And to just like switch it to her would have avoided any and all like possible catastrophes because not everything is now contingent on one person doing the wrong thing or the right thing.
3: Yeah, wait. But also, if if everybody had just vote split correctly, then there would have been no chance of disaster either. (laughs) Sure.
0: But if I were in someone else's shoes, you don't want to leave it to having every single person do the exact thing they say they're going to do. The more people you have in a scenario like that, the less likely it's going to actually work. And so Drew seeing this and being like, let's just shift directions and take it off of whoever the potential targets are and slap it on Kelly. And he's talking about it. And I love, I love this edit where it's Drew talking, having this confessional and then slow-mo at people's faces as they're getting ready to go to tribal council and kind of like zoom ups of Kelly and everything like that. I like the edit and then Drew at the end, he's kind of like, maybe I shouldn't have gone towards Kelly, but like, I don't know what we should do here for the audience this episode and building up to this, Kelly seemed a little arrogant, cocky, comfortable. What, what comfortable word would for be? sure. Comfortable, comfortable is, is the one. A little too comfortable. And you could see it and you could be like, "Ah, this is bad for my preseason winner pick, Kelly. <laughs> She's too comfortable here. It's hard to be this comfortable in this game.
1: She, But she was surri- she, she was protected on both sides. So uh, you shouldn't feel that comfortable. But she knows that Bruce loves her. And then she also has the all-girl alliance that's possible. And then she thinks that she's cool with a few. So, sh- you know, she's protected from a few places. But you should never feel comfortable like that in Survivor.
0: Yeah, but this is that moment where, and I'm sure it's part of the edit where they're showing how comfortable she is. But this is one of those moments that I've talked about a lot where even if Kelly is a little worried that it could be her, She's so covered that she can't afford to scramble at all because then it will show mistrust if she isn't actually the target. So even if she had like this inkling, like, because she did say after, she's like, I had this weird feeling. Things were a little weird. I didn't go with my gut. But that's the, you can't go with your gut in that situation because your gut is always going to tell you a little bit that maybe it's maybe you. But if you act like it is and play like it is, and it wasn't, now it definitely, there are targets on you. So you're yep. making yourself a target if you're not. And if you don't have a clear enough reading like jcad you can't afford to scramble for idols and stuff like that. And that is the tough position on Survivor is that you're looking for any read and every read that points to it possibly being you, but also you can't play like it's going to be you until you know f- for sure that it is going to be you. True. yeah, it's a tough position. Yeah, I can't fault Kelly for doing, uh, going out the way she went out. Like, even if she, her gut told her, like, something was up, that wasn't enough to go on. So, at that point, any digging you do is also going to make you more of a suspect if you weren't, if you weren't. And so, it's just, like, so hard in that moment. Those are the moments where you do what you can do. You have to maintain that balance, and then you close your eyes and cross your, your, close your eyes and cross your fingers (laughs) at Tribal Council. Yep. Just be like, maybe it's not me. <laughs> we get to tribal council. Bruce wants everyone to know this is the first time in history that someone has won <laughs> immunity that doesn't have a vote. Good for you, Bruce. The annals of, his, annals of history, is that how it's said? He's will forever be remembered as one of the greatest fans to play the game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sure the favorites respect him. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: This is like truly, truly like the fan way to play. He had no vote and couldn't be voted out. It's like he wasn't even playing
0: Survivor. Yeah, just hanging out. Spectator. From the couch. <laughs> Front row seat. I liked it. I, I mean, there's so many times on Survivor. What is it, Danny? Is, is it the edit that makes it seem like the person who won immunity needed to win immunity? Or does that happen often? Uh, that happens often. Is it crazy that it happens so often? <laughs> It, it, it is every season a few times <laughs> it happens where it's like they're the target they win everybody's like damn it
1: see I think I think it's I think it's more of like it happens often and we know it happens often but they show it a, a few more times than it actually does happen so it seems like it happens all the time but yeah. it happens often enough for you to be like all right listen. We can't let this guy win. We can't let him win. We can't. And then, you know, the guy yeah, or the girl who that, that's it person wins. So you're like, come on, bro. This is like I'm on the show now. I thought it was the edit, <laughs> but yeah. it really happens when you're out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it does really happen. I don't know if it's a mental thing where everybody's targeting one guy and they're like, well, I know it's not going to be me as long as that guy doesn't win. So subconsciously, maybe you're not trying to win as much because there's only like one in 10 shot of this person winning. Like, whatever the reason, it does happen a lot. And I am always surprised that it happens as often as it does. We talk about the Rice negotiation for just a little bit. Jeff's like, even though it's individual, you still have to rely on people and on the group. Jake's trying to say something. And then he's just like, Jeff, I just am going to make a pitch. And I like this. I like, like, let's just cut to the chase. Jake knows it's him. We don't need to skirt around. His pitch was good. I don't think it was necessary. I think the plan was already in place. Once he got it out. Yeah. Once he got it now out. I thought you were because yeah.
1: he was like, uh and, and, and I'm glad he took a moment to collect himself because you don't lose anything by just pausing a little bit and, and getting your getting. Except your thoughts for together. Jeff
0: could have moved on. <laughs> he could like, have I I was I I I liked where Jeff was like, take your time. We've got time. Like say what you gotta say. Like I liked yeah. that. And Jeff could have easily been like, That was your moment, Jake, sorry. <laughs> I mean
1: he was being evil this whole episode. Huh? so he could have brought the knife out.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've seen him do that off camera to Tina Wesson where she tried to make a pitch and it just did not work and she tried again and then Jeff was like, "You got one more shot at this, Tina, and then we're moving on." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he makes this pitch and his pitch was beautiful. Like, if you are all dogpiling on me tonight, which was his feeling, which was the initial like plan, then the person second from the bottom is making a big big mistake like everybody can't be comfortable and you get kelly again being a little too comfortable talking about how jake just played a little fast and misstepped and that's so sad for him but major bummer get a wink from kendra jake still like jake is out he does not know this plan at all like i am pretty certain (laughs) he has no idea that this plan is taking place for sure And if you can play it that way and make that person feel like it's really them because they really sell it because it's honest, it's not acting, then that's the way you should do it. And I think the group was smart to let Jake really feel like it was him and Jake's still going like, who's the vote split on? Because I'm playing my... if I had an idol, <laughs> that
1: was good. <laughs> that was good. Was it good or was stum- it too much? I think he was stumbling the whole time. So I think he set it up. It, well, he, I don't know if he set it up or not, but it played really well with how he had been acting the entire trial.
0: Yeah. So he does that and everybody's like, oh, maybe. And yeah, he keeps going. Like, And he's like, uh, this whole time you're seeing lots of cuts to Kelly. You pretty much are like, it's probably her at this point. Jake plays his uh, shot in the dark, misses. Then we get the votes, Jake, 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 three for Jake. And then we get a Kelly and you see Kelly's face like, uh oh, but like (laughs) at that moment, if you're Kelly, I've been in this situation before that moment. If you're Kelly, you're thinking maybe there's just one person who couldn't bring themselves to vote for Jake. I'm really, really hoping one vote's not the end of the world. It's bad, but there's a chance it could not be me.
1: But if there's two. If there's two, you're (laughs) fucked.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The second vote comes out, it's Kelly. She knows. At this point, you're collecting yourself. Like, there's no real hope left. Like, anything that keeps her in the game at this point is a miracle. And she knows that. And she's hoping for a miracle, but she knows it is her. And she's trying to collect herself. Jake, I love this. The, set, the, the third vote, Kelly and Jake, I don't think we've really seen this much like uh, talking as the votes are being re- read. Jake goes, oh, people are playing Survivor. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like <laughs> left out. He's thinking they're not. He's trying to shame them for not playing Survivor. They actually are. Uh, two more votes, Kelly. Jake definitely was not in on the plan. And Kelly's reaction, I think, is the most honest reaction we've had in maybe this season of people being voted out. Everybody's so happy to get their torch snuffed by Jeff to get that experience to be part of the whole thing. And Kelly's like, what the hell, guys? (laughs) This ain't cool. Yeah, she's like (laughs) shocked. She's like, what the hell, guys? Shocked. And I love how she looks at Emily and goes, you did this. And Emily just, Emily played it the right way, too. She just sits there in silence, like, trying not to really make eye contact with Kelly, like, yeah, it was me, sorry, but, like, not saying anything. Like, the worst thing Emily could have done in this moment is try to give Kelly a hug. Uh, That's the coach move that does not work. It's guaranteed to not win you a vote at tribal council. She took that hug from Bruce, though, didn't she? Yeah, she took <laughs> that hug from Bruce.
1: Like, like, hold on, wait. <laughs> I had your back the whole time. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> Gonna give you a Could hug. Be- if I knew You was talking like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
0: yeah.
3: Gonna be brutal. Like, watch this episode for Bruce and see that like, Kelly wander <laughs> <laughs> out like the whole game, won him out.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, who voted for Jake?
3: Uh, Katura and Kendra and Kelly. Those three, the three Bellow, women. Kendra did.
0: Oh yeah, because Kendra was crying.
3: Yeah, so Kendra definitely. Ken- Kendra, know. Kelly, and Katura voted Jake. Yeah, and then Jake didn't have a vote. Bruce didn't have a vote, and so then you yep. get the like the the Reba four: Julie, Drew, D, and Austin, plus Emily, who they've like roped in. They're like the five strong. Those are the five votes on Kelly.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So that was a shocking tribal council. I have to say. I think this was my favorite episode of the season so far. The auction really played out beautifully Mm -hmm. and you could see like it it brought something to the show we haven't seen in a long time, which is joy. Like people like the excitement and the joy while being defeated and having your life just suck out there. (laughs) And I think, Maybe the family visits next season or something like that. Like bring that back because that's another one of those moments where you get to see these people like really get excited and happy and not just like I'm still in the game happy, Mm -hmm. but like true, true joy and relief for a moment. What do you think, Danny? Bring the family visit back?
1: Family visits for sure. Keep the auction there if you got to make some tweaks to it, whatever I didn't like, I loved it. I love seeing it again, but I also love them having to go find the money. So everybody doesn't start with the same amount. And then also there being some risk with not, not spending it in the right amount of time. Like I, I enjoyed the whole setup of the auction. So I, I hope they continue to do it, uh, as they move forward, uh, through, through the rest of the seasons.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I, I liked it. Beautiful episode. Uh, Riley, let's get to your superlatives. Uh, Before we close this thing, yeah, let's do it. All right, Uh, best move of the episode, Drew. Drew, yeah, you're doing what? Recognizing that it was risky to have the Jake vote with the whatever split was going to happen, and to just do a full misdirect.
1: Yeah, you know what? Okay, you. Since you did that, I would have went with. I'm gonna go with Emily. I do love what Drew did, but Emily not going along with the girl all girls thing, and then giving that. But that's because you're a guy. I don't know. I just, you know, just I liked it. <laughs> I, I liked that she just, she she played with who she really wanted to, to play with versus being forced into doing something she didn't want. It.
0: I agree.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Drew, but it was for when they were talking to Katura, and she uh, he was like, as a show of uh, faith, we'll just do whatever you want, knowing full well what name Katura is gonna throw out there. Like, there's yeah. you know, no uh, no real mystery to that. Thought that was yeah. smart
0: that is really funny make it sound like he's doing her a favor but in all actuality he also wants Bruce gone
3: yeah and, and it's like she's not she's not going to like throw out something that's going to like mess up his plan or anything either and yeah. you get her to be the one to name the name yeah it's true
0: all right worst move worst move is you know i honestly i don't know if there was really probably katura just being blinded by bruce and wanting him gone also, her hesitancy on the rice was an issue for me, but I don't think there was really any super poor gameplay that put anybody in jeopardy this week i think I think everybody like Kelly, sure, in hindsight, she was voted out. she maybe should have you know played tighter or whatever, but like at the same time, I already talked about that balance, and that's hard to find, yeah, so I think Katura with the rice
1: yeah, I'm going, Bruce, with his uh, lack of effort and the option yeah. search. That's true too.
0: <laughs> That's true too. I'm
3: going to go with the, just the women's alliance idea in general. When as, as we noted earlier, it's about who you trust and
0: there were clearly stronger bonds. That is true. Being the one to voice that is, uh, is definitely tricky. All right. Favorite moment? I think uh, my favorite moment is Jake getting that read from Kelly and Emily where they were like, we have a plan, and we want you in it. And he's like, "What's the plan?" And they're like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "I thought you guys had a plan." And they're like, uh, "We'll circle back." And then they're like, oh, "You caught us!" Like, I like, I like that.
1: I'm I'm agreeing with that one. I, yeah, I thought that was like, yeah, we're, you don't have a plan because like, what are we doing here? Yeah, because <laughs> if you don't have one, and I don't have one, I don't. Know, so let's just move on.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna go with. uh, Kelly actually being upset to get voted out. We've been saying like we need people who are actually angry when they get voted (laughs) out as Survivor. So I I loved
0: it. And that's really like how you feel when you don't think it's you. Like that's how it was on Token Chains. Like I was like, I didn't think it was me. And then when it was, I was like, well, that's how you feel. But it seems like we got all these people who are like, oh, no regrets. Loved every
3: minute of it. Loved all these people. It's like they all just lied to you and stabbed you in the back.
0: Yeah. I think it was the shock for me where she was just like, I don't even have my torch. I don't know. Like, yeah. that's how you, that's how I felt was I was like, I wasn't prepared for this. Like, even though I was like, could get voted out at some point, I wasn't prepared in this moment to react to getting voted out. And then that's the beauty of a blind side.
3: Yeah. All right. So, all right. Predictions, winner picks
0: drew shifting all in on drew. He's hasn't really misstepped that I can remember in the season. Still under the radar, still kind of letting other people think that they're like the ones in charge, but it seems like he's always kind of in the know on what's happening.
1: I'm gonna go out on the limb and say D. Um, I, I, I feel like she's kind of running it on the uh, on the opposite side of of the Drew and Emily uh, the ship, and I think she's gonna stumble a little bit, but I think she's gonna figure out a way to, to to make it through to the end and make some big moves to to get
0: that win. I mean, you have a toe that big, you are gonna stumble. <laughs> <laughs> It saved her. It saved her last week.
3: Uh, I'm sticking with Emily. Next person to go home. Woo.
0: That is tricky, but I think man is Bruce weakened enough because Kelly. I think so. I don't think it's going to be Bruce now. That's how I feel. And I think that Drew or people in charge, Drew D, whoever it is, is going to be like, may as well keep Bruce. He's bothering a lot of people. I think if somebody can see that and wrangle it, then it's powerful. I'm going to say Austin. Oh. I think they're going to, and Drew might be a part of realizing that Austin is pretty powerful with all the advantages he has.
3: Oh, you know what I just remembered is that Austin, his amulet, now becomes a full idol. Full idol. So he's got, does he have two, he has two idols now, right?
0: Yeah. got two. Yeah, he has two idols. Drew knows this. Yeah. Drew knows this. Drew would be a fool not to start figuring out how to oh, get Austin sorry. out. Yeah, you heard it here first. I'm a genius, <laughs> right? Am I a genius?
3: What? That's a good one.
1: Yeah, Julie. I'm going Julie. I don't know. I, I like. I, I think somebody's gonna take a shot at one of these people, and I think it'll, up be, it'll end up being Julie.
0: I could see that. Yeah, that's that. smart too. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Julie. I like that idea. Okay. Interesting. Love the season so far. Great episode. Like I said, I I feel like best episode of uh, the season so far. Super exciting, even though, uh, Kelly, RIP, uh, we loved you on the show. Uh, Thank you so much, Danny, for taking the time to share your wisdom here on the podcast. I know we do it pretty much seasonal, but uh, maybe we should try more regularly than that.
1: Mm, Just give me a call, man. You got the number. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Don't change your number on me. No, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I got, I got to me start know. for at least a couple of years.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Riley, thank you as always. Shout out to our producer, Ashley Smith. Until next week, see ya.